at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on The Voice of America. Voice of America! Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the April 11th edition of the sunny side of sports. The Men's Basketball Africa League tipped off its Nile Conference games over the weekend in Cairo, Egypt. Petro de Luanda of Angola. FAP of Cameroon and defending champion Zamalek of Egypt all posted victories in Cairo. Petro de Luanda trounced the Cape Town Tigers of South Africa 90 to 61. FAP beat Espor Fukash of the Democratic Republic of Congo 77 to 60. And Zamalek began its title defense with an 80 to 63 win over Cobra Sport of South Sudan. VOA English Radio is broadcasting special coverage of the Basketball Africa League games in Cairo. Let's listen in now to some of the post-game commentary from me and Prince Nesta after Petro de Luanda's big victory. Final score from Cairo, Egypt. Petro de Luanda of Angola, 90. The Cape Town Tigers from South Africa, 61 dominating 29-point victory by Petro de Luanda, one of the proudest basketball clubs on the continent of Africa. I'm joined for some post-game analysis by the hoops-loving Prince Nesta. Prince, uh, you called it. The experience of Petro, I think, really won out this evening. Absolutely. And, you know, so far my bets have been correct. You know, in the first game, the second game, Petro, goodness me, I give them lots of credit because offensively they were little. You know, they came out guns blazing, they had a plan, and they executed it perfectly. Defensively, that was really great of them. They also took advantage of the turnovers, lots of turnovers, which, you know, messed up the South African team, Captain Tigers. But, you know, all in all, I would rather say uh, this is the first game. Nothing to be worried about if you're a Cape Town, you know, Tiger fan. They gave it their best. Uh, you know, inexperience costed them the game a little bit. But then, again, we have to say that they had at least four players who had that were in double digits, you know, as far as score is concerned. That's Maybag, uh, you know, Ganapamo, Sibanyoni, and Kabongo. And that's a really great thing because it shows you that this is a team, uh, you know, that depends on lots of players, apart from just a couple of teams which I've seen depends on individuals. And, you know, if um, the other player who missed the match, uh, Billy Preston, is going to come back onto this one, this team is going to be complete and very dangerous, Sunny. Taking a look at the stats, Carlos Moraes, the veteran guard for Petro de Luanda, 36 years old. He had uh, team high 23 points. Evans Ganapano, the American for Cape Town Tigers, he had 17 points, uh, made some nice shots, but but Prince, yeah, it, it just seemed like any time the Tigers would make a run, uh, Petra would answer. 
I agree with you, and that you have to give it up to their coach. You know, we really haven't given lots of credit to, uh, but, you know, their coach, yourself, is the Santos Neto, who is a Brazilian professional basketball coach, and, you know, has had plenty of experience at, you know, coaching Brazil. He's been an assistant coach in the Brazilian national team from the year 2005 as an assistant coach till present. Prince, we're going to go for a post-game interview with uh, one of the Petro players. Big accomplishment. Uh, we still- this goal to win the first game uh we did a pretty great job uh, we're happy on to the next one 12 of the 13 players for petro del Wanda played today how important is it for you to have depth in this tournament well uh, we always told everybody we have a deep bench uh, and everybody on our team is ready to play and today we're showing just that everybody was ready everybody contributed and um that's the way we want to play in the future carlos Moraes, the uh petro player with 23 points one of the most lethal shooting guards I've ever seen myself. He plays so cool, calm, and collected. Triple C, and you know, one of my best players. Honestly, he's had plenty of experience. You know, playing uh, you know in the Portuguese league. He's played for Benfica, which is one of the terrific teams uh, in Portugal. Uh, of course, uh, right now he's busy representing a team from Angola. You know, his native country, and you know, he's been a champion before. He was MVP actually, an African basketball league that's in 2012 uh, has won you know the league angolan league like you know seven times and you know he's also been an all african basketball league best guard in 2011 that is and so he's brings in plenty of experience and that was really crucial and we could see it i mean the whole team depended on him in terms of you know game strategy and executing some of those plans prince monday is a rest day in cairo no game scheduled The action will resume on Tuesday, April 12th, with two games. And why don't we take a quick look at those prints. Petro will go up against debutante Cobra Sport, which lost its opening game to Zamalek, 80-63. And Zamalek will now play the Cape Town Tigers on Tuesday. So it's Petro versus Cobra, Cape Town versus Zamalek. How do you see those games, Prince? Oh, that's going to be a bit tough. It's going to really be a bit tough since I'm looking at Captain. They are wounded, you know. They're yes. going to be coming on to that much. Some wounded tigers. That's a good way to put it, Prince. Yes, very wounded. And, you know, I will expect a little bit better performance from them. And, you know, Zamalek also showed us in the first game that they could be a little bit vulnerable at some point. And so I'll wait and see how the rest of Mika Bongo and, you know, his colleagues are going to react on to this soon. But, you know, Petro, they're going to be back in the next match. Uh, really, they are a dangerous team. I don't see Cobra Sport actually winning in that particular fixture for some reason. Prince, we've now seen three games in the Nile Conference. Maybe name one or two players uh, who have really stood out for you in terms of overall performance. <laughs> well, I have to, you know, name a player who's already still fresh in my mind. I would say um, Carlos Moraes has really been incredible as far as, um, you know, the game we just watched is concerned. I also have to give it up for Ike Diogo, who was really crucial, uh, you know, in the Zamalek team that, you know, won the first game. 
Sporty greetings. This is Ike Diagu. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America. Let's also give it up for one of Ike Diagu's Zamalek teammates, Anas Mahmoud, the 2021 Defensive Player of the Year in the Basketball Africa League. Mahmoud showed his defensive skills once again over the weekend, blocking a game-high seven shots. Basketball Africa League commentator Usher caught up with Mahmoud after Zamalek's win. Yeah, and just credit for the team. I mean, the first game is always the toughest. Uh, I feel like we, in the beginning, we weren't really in the rhythm, but the guys played hard, played hard defense. We, we ran the ball really well today. Uh, we ran on a break, which is our identity. It's just self-defense and run. Um, you know, this is we, we needed to leave a statement out there the first game, so uh, I think everyone did the job. And I'm proud of our guys for real. The fans came out in big numbers. How important was it for them to be here? How important was it for the fans to be here? Uh, I mean, like I said, it's the first game of the tournament. Uh, they were here for the ICC, but it was the first time in almost 10 years to be inside of a hall game and support us. Uh, I know they're happy about that. We're, we can't be more happier. Today's timing was a little tough. Uh, two hours after Iftar, a lot of guys that wanted to be here but couldn't make it. Uh, I know that they will continue to support us a lot more on the over the four of our uh, games coming. So uh, I just want to say thank you for being here. And hopefully we represent them the right way. How tough is it to play during Ramadan? Uh, I mean, we're used to it by now. We've been doing this for so long. But um, it's not the Ramadan part. I think today was the toughest game because it was only two hours after Iftar. So, you know, we didn't have time to eat and digest. And definitely hydration was key. Uh, but uh, I think everyone did, uh, did their job. The coach rotated us very well. None of us really got tired today, which was good. I think the four games coming up will be a lot better. Now, lastly, you play the Cape Town Tigers on Tuesday. What are you looking forward to in that game? Uh, again, you know, like we're, uh, we're looking to just get the mix going. Uh, our four guys, our three guys, foreigners and Edgar, they, they haven't really been with us more than just a couple of weeks. Uh, so we're still getting the chemistry. We're finding the chemistry, getting in the rhythm of our identity. Uh, and hopefully we just take that next step forward. That's Egyptian player Anas Mahmoud of Zamalek, the defending champion in the Men's Basketball Africa League. And he spoke with ball commentator Usher in Cairo, Egypt. And thanks to the Basketball Africa League for that interview. For more reaction to Zamalek's victory... Iron Mike Mbonye spoke with the vice president of the Egyptian Basketball Federation, Mohamed Abdel Moteleb. It's a very good start for uh, the defending champion. Uh, the Malik is playing in, in Cairo uh, among his, his fans. And he has a very good roster uh, for, the, for this uh, round. Uh, hopefully he can reach the finals. And uh, it's a very good start for the team. Reports say that Cobra Sports basketball team of South Sudan worries Zamalek for most of the game. Did you expect such a position? Uh, reports, uh, yes. I think uh, South Sudan team uh, showed a very good level of basketball. Uh, I personally uh, know how South Sudan has uh, talents, has uh, very good players and very potential uh, uh, players for, to play um, 
global, uh, not in Africa, maybe in Europe and and, and NBA. Anna used to play with uh, with a South uh, Sudanese uh, player. Uh, so I, I expected that from uh, from them, and they really um, uh, did a, a, very, a very good game. Zamalek are the defending champion of Basketball Africa League. Do you think they have the potential to defend the title? Zamalek is a defending champion, uh, and I believe they have a very uh, they have a big chance to 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 uh, to continue and uh, to. Uh, achieve the same uh, they, that they achieved last year um, uh, all the uh, Zamalek fans uh, basketball family and uh, Egyptian Basketball Federation is supporting and wishing uh, Zamalek to continue his uh, his trip to the to the podium for the second uh, year in a row uh, they have a good coach uh, the players are well experienced the last uh, month they played the International Continental Cup, uh, the uh, so uh, the ICC. So they have the experience, they have the the knowledge, and they have the talent and the system. Uh, I, I guess they will have um, uh, they will have a, a big chance to continue. Uh, we'll see what they will uh, show against uh, Luanda, Petro uh, Aitko, uh, the Angolian team. Uh, this is a, a real measure for how they progressed. Personally, uh, uh, I wish them uh, the best of luck. That's Mohamed Abdel Motelib, the vice president of the Egyptian Basketball Federation. And he spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Cairo, Egypt. The Basketball Africa League is back. Voice of America joins the forces with Africa's Premier Men's Basketball League to bring you the second season of the BAL. 38 games, 12 teams leaving it all on the court in Senegal, Egypt and Rwanda to determine the 2022 season champion. Tune in to VOA 24-7 FMs and to our radio and TV affiliates for some action. Pre-game, play-by-play, post-game. Daily highlights delivered by our finest commentators. Basketball Africa League 2022 on Voice of America. May the best team win. The Basketball Africa League is a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. The NBA ended its regular season Sunday with 15 games. In the western U.S. city of Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Suns lost to the Sacramento Kings 116-109. But the Suns still won a club record 64 games during the regular season. And they go into the upcoming NBA playoffs as the top overall seed. Phoenix is the top seed in the Western Conference followed by the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. In the Eastern Conference, the top three seeds are the Miami Heat, 
the Boston Celtics, and the Philadelphia 76ers. The Celtics scored a big road victory Sunday over the Grizzlies, as we hear now from the AP's Dave Ferry. The Celtics secured the second seed in the East with the 139-110 round of the Grizzlies. Jason Tatum pumped in 31 points for the Celtics, who shot 55% and finished just ahead of the Bucks in the standings. Milwaukee lost to Cleveland Sunday afternoon, opening the door for Boston to move up. Jalen Brown finished with 18 points, and Al Horford had 13 for the Celtics. Horford says he's proud of the team's finish after being below 500 in January. To be in this position um, is a testament and to, to our group really locking in, understanding how we needed to play to get to this point. Memphis played without several regulars after clinching the second seed in the West last week. John Conchar had his first career triple-double with 17 points, 13 rebounds, and 10 assists. The Warriors entered the playoffs as the third seed in the West after Klay Thompson made seven three-pointers and scored 41 points in a 128-107 victory over the Pelicans. New Orleans whittled a 29-point deficit down to 11 late in the third quarter before Thompson put the game away with 15 points in a five-minute span early in the fourth. Individually, a great cap to the regular season. Um, a lot of ups and downs for myself this season, but uh, I stuck with it, and I will continue to do that. And some great momentum going to the playoffs. Jordan Poole scored 22 for Golden State, which closes out the regular season on a five-game winning streak. Najee Marshall had a team-high 19 points, while the Pelicans rested most of their starters after wrapping up a play-in berth. I'm Dave Ferry. Thanks, Dave. Now let's go to the southern U.S. city of Augusta, Georgia, where American Scotty Scheffler won the Masters Golf Tournament. The AP's Graham Agars reports. Scotty Scheffler has validated his rapid rise to the world number one ranking by securing his first major title with a three-shot win at the Masters. I can't put into words what it means that I'll be able to come back here for a lifetime, hopefully, and, um, you know, I can't. I can't speak highly enough of this place. Scheffler has now won four of his last six starts. Despite four-putting the last, he posted a closing 71 and a 10-under total to beat Rory McIlroy, the Irishman storming home, with a final round 64. Australian Cameron Smith, who closed to within one after a birdie-birdie start, saw his hopes end with a watery triple bogey at the 12th that dropped him into a tie for third with Shane Lowry. I'm Graham Agar. Thanks, Graham. American star Tiger Woods finished in 47th place with a score of 13 over par. It was Tiger's first real competition since a frightening car crash in Southern California in February 2021, which almost ended his Hall of Fame career. The five-time Masters champion says he appreciated the fans' support at Augusta. To come here on these grounds and have the, 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 the patrons, you know, I I played in a, in a COVID year and then I didn't play last year. So, um, you know, 19 was last time I, you know, we for me that I experienced, you know, having the patrons like this. And it, it's just exciting. And I know it was also exciting for fans to see Tiger Woods swinging a golf club once again at the Masters tournament. This is the voice of America. Washington, D.C. Hi, this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. 
Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address, facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle, at VOA Sunny Sports. You're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Prince Nesta says a Senegalese star tops his latest roundup of the weekend action in the major European club football leagues. Sporty greetings, Prince. Sporty greetings to you too, Sonny. Senegalese talisman Sadio Mane's goal and Liverpool appoint as they twice came from behind to secure a two-all draw against Manchester City at the Etihad Stadium. Kevin De Bruyne and Gabriel Jesus netted for the citizens, while Diogo Jota also scored for the Anfield side. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola shared his thoughts on the match. I was, it was a fantastic game, so for both sides, and uh, both teams want to try to win every game in all competitions. It was a yeah, good game. Uh, I had a feeling that uh, it is a result to two. You are you saw him from above, so you will analyze what happened. I had a feeling down. I have to review the game. At, uh, we missed the opportunity, you know, to, to beat them. A feeling that we leave them alive, but uh, heads up, I said to the team after the game, so I don't want one second side, so go and announce everyone so how good you have done, how proud we are, and I think it was a good game for our fans, for Liverpool fans, for UK, for around the world, and we dignify the Premier League, so I'm so glad and happy the, the way we played. Liverpool boss Eugen Klopp also weighed in on his team's performance. Yeah, what a game. Um, wild. Better start, obviously, for City. Um, in the first half, Pierre with a big, big chance. Um, and that's how it is. It's. Uh, I think we can really describe it as like a, uh, a little bit like a boxing fight. So you have both the arms down for a second and you get a massive knock. <laughs> you can shake a little bit and you, the next knock is coming from the other team. So I liked a lot of things. I thought we were closer than ever. In all moments when we, when we played football, when we controlled the game, when we were really uh, played um, simple passes, let them run, then we were really dangerous for them. Um, that's how we scored the goals um, and so the second half to start obviously for us was much better um, with the goal immediately in a great great football situation Thus Liverpool boss Jürgen Klopp reflecting on his team's thrilling draw against Manchester City in the Premier League Sun Heung-min scored a hat-trick Dijan Kulusevski added another as Tottenham registered a 4-0 away win against Aston Villa to strengthen their claims in a top four spot Tottenham boss Antonio Conte reacted to his team's performance. The first half was uh, was really tough because Aston Villa brought a great intensity and uh, they put uh, a lot of pressure. 
but at the same time uh, um, when uh, when we were good with the ball and uh, I have seen that we can create the chances to, to, to score we scored one goal but then we had uh, also uh, two opportunity to, to, to improve and then for sure in the second half uh, um, uh, I know I know that the intensity uh, Aston Villa intensity should drop a bit and then when we start to play and we created the chances to score we improved the the, uh, the score and uh, yeah for successive win moves Antonio Conte's side to three points above their North London rivals Arsenal suffered a 2-1 defeat in the hands of Brighton thanks to goals from Leandro Tossard and Zambian midfielder Enoch Mwepu in a match that was played at the Emirates Stadium the Seagulls went ahead thanks to Leandro Tossard's curling first half finish. Mwepo slotted home the second before Martin Odgard scored Arsenal's consolation goal. Arsenal boss Mikhail Ateta expressed his displeasure with his team's performance. That the first half we didn't have the reaction that I expected. Um, we were sloppy, we were imprecise, we were with not the right approach and with the right courage to play the way we want to play. And uh, and the game was there, and we were cold. We didn't transmit any energy. We didn't transmit any willingness to dominate the game the way we wanted to do it. And the first situation they had, um, they scored a goal. And then the second half, we we have a reaction, especially in the last minutes. And it's great not to give up, but we have to do it in the first minutes. Brighton manager Graham Potter also shared his thoughts on the match. It's um it's a fantastic feeling, that's for sure. Three points in the Premier League. It's I think that game showed how difficult they are to get, especially away from home, especially at the teams that are challenging for the top uh, the top places. So fantastic for the boys. Really pleased for them. Performance was really good, um, and the results even better. Bells Brighton and Hovell beyond both Graham Potter reflecting on his team's crucial victory at the Emirates. Manchester United also slipped up with a one 0 defeat to Everton. Anthony Gordon scored the sole goal in the first half. While the Toffees' shortstopper Jordan Pickford also made crucial saves to deny both Marcus Rashford and five-time Ballon d'Or winner Cristiano Ronaldo. Here's Manchester United boss Ralph Ragnick's reaction to its side's performance. We have to be disappointed. I think we had a good start into the game. Uh, had control over the game in the first 25 minutes. Um, should have created more uh, opportunities, more chances ourselves out of that domination in the first 25 minutes. And then we conceded uh, uh, a deflected shot, a goal with, after a deflected shot. And uh, after that, uh, lost a little bit of our composure and our stride. Um, second half, we were trying to add more creativity and more verticality with our substitutions, but uh, didn't always find and choose the right moment or the right uh, didn't take the right decision um, and yeah in the end couldn't couldn't score a single goal in 95 minutes as i said chelsea are also victorious in the south coast of the thumping southampton six goals to nil thanks to goals from marcus alonso mason mount timo van and kai havertz the Blues are scheduled to face Real Madrid in the second leg of the Champions League quarterfinals on Tuesday at the Santiago Bernabeu. They will, however, have a huge mountain to climb in Madrid if they are to progress to the Champions League semi-finals after suffering a 3-1 first leg loss in West London.
French self Cameroonian descent Kalian Burpin, Brazilian superstar Neymar, both scored hat tricks as Paris Saint Germain beat Clermont 6 1 to stretch their lead at the top of the French league to 15 points. Seven time Ballon d'Or winner Lionel Messi was also heavily involved in the win by providing assists for his teammates to score. In another fixture, Benjamin Bourriguet scored twice to help second place Rene secure a 3 2 win over Rims. Third place Marseille also beat Montpellier 10 0 thanks to goals from Senegalese forward Bamba Dieng and Sengis Under. Lille secured a 1 all draw against Angers to lose ground in the race for European sports. While sixth place Monaco edged Troyes 2 1 with goals from Keio Henrique and Kevin Voland. And finally, in La Liga, Brazilian midfielder Casemiro and Lucas Vasquez both recorded their names on the score sheet as Real Madrid cruised to a comfortable 2-0 victory over Getafe and the Santiago Bernabeu to maintain their 12-point lead at the top of the La Liga table. The Los Blancos need just 11 more points from their seven remaining fixtures to clinch their 35th La Liga title. Diego Carlos, Lucas Ocampos, Rafa Mir, and Papu Gomez registered their names on the score sheet. Sevilla beat Granada 4-2. Mallorca earned a 1-0 win against Atletico Madrid, while Barcelona extended their La Liga winning strike to seven games after seeing off Levante by three goals to two. Thank you, Prince Nesta, for that spicy report on the major European club football leagues. Finally, Samson O'Malley has some news about a Kenyan distance runner successfully defending his marathon title in his home country. Victor Kipchuchur defended his Eldoret City Marathon title on Sunday, winning in a time of 2 hours, 13 minutes, 10 seconds, to become the first athlete to defend the Kenyan-organized Eldoret City Marathon. Michael Mutai and Joe Spart Bet played second and third in 2 hours, 13 minutes, 23 seconds and 2 hours 13 minutes 58 seconds respectively. Emily Chibet Kipchumba took the women's crown as she ran 2 hours 29 minutes 58 seconds to beat Shailene Jipkori and Lillian Chilagat who finished in second and third place. Thank you Samson O'Malley. And that wraps up the April 11th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. I get it. And that's the sunny side of sports.